When it comes to success and happiness, nothing is more important than being in the flow. Being in the flow is one of those catchphrases that you hear floating around society, but most people have no idea what the hell that means or how to be in the flow. Today, I'm going to clear that up for you completely. To get your mind on board with this talk, I want you to imagine that your soul is like a current of energy water that is flowing from a higher dimension into the physical dimension. Just like a current of river, it has momentum to it as it flows down here into the physical dimension. Your physical self that you call by your name was in essence a thought created by your soul. It is a second point of perspective and it has free will. Because of that free will, the you that you call by your name in this life can consciously and more often than that unconsciously choose to think and say and do things that cause you to go with your soul's current or to think and say and do things that cause you to go against that soul current. When we are going with that current, it is said that we are in alignment. When we go against that current, it is said that we are out of alignment. When we are going with the current, we know it because of the way that we feel. It feels to us internally like the sensation of relief. It feels the same as being in a very strong stream of water where you're fighting against the current to the point of exhaustion, and then you let go and you let the current take you, imagining that this current was taking you in the direction of everything you wanted. This emotionally translates in our bodies as things like inspiration, excitement, joy, passion, and appreciation. We then say we are in the flow. When we are going against the current, we also know it because of the way that we feel. It will feel internally like resistance and tension. This emotionally translates in our bodies as things like feeling stuck, frustrated, powerless, depressed, anxious, or other painful emotional states. It can literally be compared to facing upstream against a very powerful river. If any of you have done that, you know that it ends up exhausting you, stressing you out, and in some cases, drowning you. So let me give you an example. Let's say that your soul's intention before coming to this life on earth was to be a teacher. Now let's say though that you encounter parents growing up who say, you have to do something that can get you respected and the only things that get you respected are jobs that pay a lot of money. So thinking that thought, which is against the stream of the current of your own soul, you will most likely take actions like going to law school. Now passing the bar exam is going to be 50 times harder for you than it is for, say, somebody else who's in alignment with their soul when they're going to school to be a lawyer. So it's going to be a lot of effort. You're going to be miserable. It's going to pull you in the opposite direction of the current of your own stream of energy. And as a result, you're going to feel negative emotion. Being in the flow also relates to things in the external world. Everything in the world essentially has its own current of energy. So you're interacting with those other currents all day long. Being in the flow in the world is about aligning your own internal current to the currents that are around you. For example, let's say the weather decides to create a hurricane. It's not then possible for you to be in the flow if you continue to push against that and demand for an outdoor wedding to take place despite that fact. You would then be fighting against the external current that exists, and this always ends very badly. So staying in the flow requires a readjustment so you can be in alignment with your own flow in the direction of your own desires while not going against those of others. Relationships are essentially all about this. It's about a person staying in alignment with themselves, as well as staying in alignment with the other person. 
being in the flow, which is also referred to as being in the zone when it comes to performing activities, causes us to enter a physiological and physical state where when we are doing something, we're completely present with it instead of divided in any way. There are no contradictory energies interfering with the flow of our focus, either internally or externally. Nothing is preventing us. We feel focused, completely energized, and in full enjoyment of the process of the activity. It takes almost no effort to do that thing, and our productivity goes through the roof. The energy that we extend towards that thing feels good and fulfilling instead of depleting. It's as if doing the thing in and of itself renews you. When we are in the state, it is almost like our soul is saying, yes, this is what I came here for. The most successful people in this world have managed to think and say and do things which cause them to be so much so in alignment that they have the energy, the current of their own soul and the universe at large backing every action that they take. So now that you understand the basic dynamic that is occurring within the state of flow, how do you get in the flow? Number one, the single most important thing you will ever do to get in the flow is to prioritize how you feel above every other thing on earth. Do not take a single action until you are in alignment on an emotional level. Your emotions will always, without fail, tell you whether you are in the flow, in a state of alignment, or not. If you feel any of that resistance, you have to get to a state of relief before you take any action. Otherwise, that action will yield undesirable results. And you will be working 400 times as hard for this much outcome. I am literally telling you this today, the most successful people on this planet, this is what they decide to do. I'm gonna give you an example from my own life. When I'm writing one of these Astiel episodes, I refuse to write one unless I really want to. If I don't feel the inspiration, I literally won't do it. So what I do is I give myself an entire week knowing that on one of those days, I will write the episode. If I wake up and I don't want to, I will not touch my computer. This same principle applies to my events, not just relative to myself, relative to other people. Everyone on my team knows this, that if there's a lick of resistance, I will stop everything in order to focus on what the issue is and create resolve so that all members of the team have their energy flowing in the direction of an event. This is how to pull off an event where there's no contradictory energies going into the event, and that creates instantaneous success. Two, get a handle on what you desire. Desire is what creates the momentum of the stream of energy that you can either turn against or go with. And it works a hundred times better if you're aware of your desire and thus going in the direction of it. But one thing you have to accept is this universe knows what you desire often better than you do. The more conscious we are of what we desire, the less we interfere with the current of energy. The more that we can understand that the universe is actually on board with our desire and thus that current of energy, the more that we can trust that if something changes or falls through, it's actually taking us in the direction of our desires instead of against it. So many of us are not living in the flow simply because we're too terrified to follow our desires. We don't get on board with them. We may know that we want to be a musician, but we take a job we freaking hate anyways. It is impossible to be in the flow if you're not in alignment with your own desires. Three. We need to become aware of and integrate our own fragmentation. One of the reasons it's almost impossible for people in today's world to live in the flow is because their own consciousness has broken into so many different parts. As if it's not bad enough that we turn against the stream of the current of our own soul. 
our own perspective that does the turning against also fragments into several different parts. So the you that you call by your name is not just one individual, it's many. And many have contradictory ideas. For example, one part of us wants to be on the stage, another wants to hide. One part of us wants a relationship, the other hates people. Noticing contradictory energies, whether they come from inside or outside, is the best way to identify that you're not currently in the flow. These contradictory energies within us creates a horrible condition, which is the opposite of being in the flow. I'm going to give you an analogy. Imagine that you're in a boat and you're in a stream of water. And some people in this boat are paddling upstream and some are paddling downstream. The boat's going to turn in circles. It's going to get stuck. It's going to move forward, kind of. Then it's going to go upstream. That's the life that we are living relative to the flow when we have contradictory energies occurring within us. We have to get these contradictory and polarized energies within us to a place where they can align and agree upon a singular direction. To understand this concept in depth, I want you to watch my video titled Fragmentation, the Worldwide Disease. Four, be like a fish in the ocean currents. In reality, all beings in this universe are part of a larger organism. So you can see the universe is itself as one organism and we are a part of that organism. All things are connected. Naturally, as a result of that truth, responsiveness to other parts of us is a natural part of this universe. But most of us are not very responsive. Most people think they are above the need to be responsive. When conditions change, they don't want to change with it. They want to be independent agents. When we are doing this, we're a bit like a fish that has decided upon a course of action. So we swim in that direction. And when we encounter a shark, because we previously made the plan to go that way, we continue swimming. The topic of commitment is something else entirely. I want you to take that concept and just put it to the side today because people who avoid commitment, that's a separate conversation. Today, we're going to talk about the people who are so committed to their own way of being that they're not responsive to any energies within the universe, and that makes it impossible to be in a state of flow. Our number one priority and commitment needs to be to staying in alignment with ourselves, staying in alignment with the people around us. That is what will create success for us in this universe. But this requires flexibility. It requires us to be able to change with the tides. To be truly successful, you must be able to change your plans at a moment's notice so that you are always working with your own internal current with the currents of other people and with the currents of the universe at large instead of against any one of these currents. To be in alignment with yourself, with other people, and with the universe at large, you have to be able to stop dead in your tracks, reevaluate, and completely change course at a moment's notice. This is exalted spontaneity. Now, many people in the world get very nervous at this because they know that being spontaneous in this way adds an element of unpredictability and uncertainty to the equation. But they are actually in unsafety. The safety that we actually do have is responsiveness. Otherwise, we are literally that fish swimming in the direction of a shark. You are connected to everything in this universe. Everything is interdependent, and so responding to the shifts in those currents is responding to your own current. So there's actually no contradiction there. We are part of something bigger than ourselves. Five, act fast on inspiration. This is another one of the major mistakes people make. 
when they are not living in the flow. They take too long to act on inspiration. This is a little bit like a surfer who's sitting in the water and a giant wave comes and he sits there and sits there and sits there and waits for it to pass and then goes, you know, maybe I should get up and now there's no momentum. You have five seconds, five seconds, when you have an inspiration to take your first action. Doesn't matter whether it's writing something down or taking some other action. Five seconds is what you have to do that. And people who are very successful, they become adept at doing that. They get up on the wave as fast as it hits them and they ride it all the way through to the completion of the task instead of allowing themselves to become totally distracted by other things. It's with single focus, riding the wave, and letting it pull you all the way to the completion of the project. Six, practice being completely present. When you use your focus to come into your body and into the moment that you're in, you are focusing that very strong stream of energy into your physical embodiment. This makes it so that every action you take is backed by 10 times the energy. This way of doing things is best seen through the analogy of an athlete. I want you to imagine an athlete who's completely in the game. He loves what he's doing, and so all of the energy is flowing into this moment. Nothing outside this moment exists. He's completely engaged in it. Now imagine that same athlete, but this time he's stressing on top of acting here in the present. He's stressing about whether he's going to stay with his wife or not. Or imagine an athlete who's thinking about whether he's going to win or lose. You can see that that actually robs energy from his physical embodiment. And when there's not as much energy flowing into your physical embodiment in the here and now where you're completely present, all of your actions are not backed by universal energy. And so it will take 10 times the effort to do something that another person backed by universal energy would feel like takes no effort. The same principle applies to relationships. If we are in the room with someone, we need to be fully there with them and immersed with them. If we cannot be, we need to address any resistance that's preventing us from doing so, so that we can be fully present. In this state, all doing naturally arises as a result of being, and the doing is therefore much more powerful and effective. 7. Become familiar with the sensation, the feeling of rightness within your being. Now this is very distinct from the idea of what's right. We can have an idea that something's right, when in reality, when we're really honest with ourselves, it feels completely freaking wrong. Now, I know that all of you have watched these movies where it's obvious that someone's making a huge freaking mistake, but they're doing what they think is right. My favorite example of this is, I'm going to have to break up with them. We shouldn't be together anymore. And you can tell that internally everything in them is screaming, no, that person's not in the flow. The feeling of rightness is like an internal yes without the contradiction of an internal no somewhere. It will feel expansive. It will feel like relief. It says to us, I don't necessarily know why this thing feels right, but it just does. Keep following that feeling of rightness. Eight, the road marker or cairn for flow is synchronicity. Now, what is synchronicity exactly? Synchronicity is a meaningful occurrence that cannot be explained through cause and effect. You cannot do anything to directly cause synchronicity to happen, and yet it does, and it does so to meet our needs. It is in these moments that you can see the interconnectedness between your own flow and the flow of the universe at large. I'll give you an example of a synchronicity. 
There's so many, it's absolutely ridiculous. But here's one. Let's say that somebody you know is suffering from cancer and it's stressing you out a lot. And you just so happen to sit on the airplane next to a person whose entire specialty in life is alternative remedies for solving cancer. Synchronicity often shows up as fortuitous events. Notice and follow synchronicities. They mean you are in the flow. Flow allows you to be in the right place at the right time. It allows you to feel good and act at the exact right time and to act in alignment with universal timing. I will warn you, once you start living in the flow, synchronicities will not be that rare. In fact, your entire life will be nothing but a series of them. Nine, meditate daily or do some kind of introspective activity with no distractions whatsoever. So many of us do not know what our internal flow is doing, whether we're in alignment or not, because we are so externally focused. We're caught up in doing, we're following our task list, we're suppressing our emotional state. And so the last thing we're doing is coming into alignment with ourselves. This is what meditation and introspective exercises are created for. When you start to tune into this on a regular daily basis, these subtle energies within you where you're like, wow, yeah, I guess I was feeling not so good, will feel like freaking tsunamis. It's really, it gets to the point when you live in the flow or when people say, oh my gosh, that's really subtle. You're like, oh my God, not subtle at all. You're just not used to feeling it. Most of the people in society today are living and taking actions and saying and thinking and doing things that are completely out of alignment with themselves and they have no idea. So when they get sick and things like that happen, they go, I don't know what happened. Introspective tools of any kind are the best arsenal in your bag for coming into alignment with yourself. 10, accept that getting into the flow is not something that you do and then it's done. It is something that you will be doing for the rest of your life. There will never be a day where your life won't be about coming into alignment with yourself, coming into alignment with yourself, coming into alignment with other people, coming into alignment with the universe at large, coming into alignment with yourself. That is literally your lifelong practice. Like a current, everything is constantly in motion in this universe, constantly changing, constantly mutating. Nothing is static ever. Every moment of the day is an opportunity to be in the flow or out of the flow with yourself and other things. The waves never stop coming. Desires never stop arising. Conditions never stop changing. Self-discovery and increasing awareness never ceases. So being in the flow is not something you can ever stop. It's like surfing. Somebody who's a surfer never stops riding waves. They never stop having to adjust to the currents. But what happens is over time, it becomes second nature. They become so incredibly adept to feeling every single one of these currents that's going on that they become adept to coming into alignment with it and riding it. That is what your life is going to be like if you commit to being in the flow. 11. Follow your joy. How you feel matters more than anything else on this earth. Following your joy is the North Star of being in the flow. This means think thoughts and speak words and take actions in the direction of your personal joy. Your purpose on this earth, in this life, cannot be separate from your joy. It is a vibrational impossibility because of the way that this time-space reality and life itself was designed. Therefore, the way to find your purpose and stay in alignment, not just with yourself, but with every current that exists in the external world, 
is to follow your joy. It is worth every risk that you could ever take. I cannot tell you how successful and how feel good and how in alignment your life can be if you prioritize being in the flow and make an absolute practice of it. Every video that I ever have created or ever will create is designed to help you try to come into alignment so that you are in the flow. Now this is the point at which I tell you, by committing to coming into the flow, you will discover the highest truth of your physical life, which is that you were meant to live your dreams. It's your birthright. Have a good week.